Little Rock Trojan Sports Properties, in conjunction with Little Rock Athletics, present Big Talk on Little Rock, a deeper look inside Little Rock Trojan Athletics. Now, here is your host of Big Talk on Little Rock, the voice of Little Rock women's basketball, Trey Schaap. Welcome to another edition of Big Talk on Little Rock. Trey Schaap with you, and we are Pleased to be joined today by Kelly Farrell, the new Little Rock Trojan soccer coach. Kelly, welcome to Little Rock. Thank you. Thanks for having me. So what's what's the move been like to Little Rock and Central Arkansas? I know it's like a thousand degrees outside right now, but uh, I'm sorry for that. But what what's the, the move for you been like from uh, up in Nebraska down to here? Um, it's been great so far. Definitely have um, – you know, kind of a lot on my plate, but it's all super exciting, and I'm, I'm ready to get to work with the team. Now, you spent the last five seasons at Omaha, the last three as associate head coach. Are you ready to take on the role of being the head coach? Yeah, I definitely am. Um, I felt like I was ready for this move in my career. Um, you know, have had a lot of experience at a couple of different institutions, so felt like it was the right time, and Little Rock was the right place. When you look at Little Rock and their move to the Ohio Valley Conference, is this a conference that Little Rock can succeed in? I know you don't probably know a lot about the OVC, but uh, a new coach and a new conference all at the same time for Little Rock soccer. Yeah, um, I think it's a great opportunity for our program and for the athletic department. Um, you know, I think the Ohio Valley Conference is is one that we should be able to compete in right away. So. You know, looking forward to, to a new challenge and playing some different teams and, you know, hopefully doing pretty well. When you're on the recruiting trail, what type of soccer player are you looking for? Yeah, that's a good question. Um, you know, I, I really look at it from kind of a three-part perspective. Obviously, the soccer part is what's going to get me interested at first. Um, but I also want to recruit good students. You know, I think the student-athlete piece is really important. And then I also want to recruit – young women who are a good fit for our team culture as well. Um, but from a soccer perspective, I, I want players who are passionate about the game, who work hard, who are athletic, um, you know, who are comfortable on the ball technically and, and just want to compete. What did you know about Little Rock soccer before you applied for the job and then eventually got the job? Um, I didn't know a ton. I had coached in the Sun Belt for three years, so I had a little bit of familiarity with Little Rock. Um, I've been to Little Rock a couple of times recruiting over over the past few years. So, you know, I, I knew I liked the city um, and I knew the program had, had had some success. So I felt like it was a place where I could be successful. Do you think you can build on that success that Little Rock soccer has had? I definitely do. I hope so. <laughs> how, how, how do you do that? I mean, what, what's, what's the game plan? Yeah. Um, you know, I think we're going to have a lot of new faces this fall. So I think the biggest thing for me heading into preseason is really just developing our team identity and our culture. Um, you know, making sure that the players feel like that's a collaborative, collaborative effort, excuse me. Um, and that they're really bought into it. You know, I think that's kind of the biggest thing and that's really going to lay the foundation for the, the soccer piece of it. Let's talk about your playing career. You played at Loyola in Maryland. Uh, played soccer there, two-time team captain. That's impressive. Uh, not everybody gets to be a team captain, and then to do it twice uh, is is pretty neat. What was that selection process like? And as a team captain, how did you help lead uh, the team? Yeah, um, 
to be honest, I'm not sure what that selection process was like, but, um, you know, it's definitely an honor to, to be a leader on a team. You know, I think for me as a player, I was more of, um, you know, an on the field leader rather than a, a vocal leader necessarily. So, um, you know, I, I was honored to, to be named one of the captains at Loyola. Um, you know, I, I had a great experience there, so it's definitely something I look back fondly on. Two-time team captain, four-time All-Metro Athletic Atlantic Athletic Conference player. Um, tallied 10 goals, 15 assists in your career. Do you like assisting and helping others, or do you like to be the one to put the ball in the net? Um. I mean, I, I love to score goals, but I probably wasn't as good at it. So, <laughs> so um, you know, I, I would say probably creating plays and, you know, setting up my teammates was more of my strength. Those 15 assists tied for fifth all time in Loyola program history. Five game winning goals tied for ninth all time. So 10 goals, but five of them were game winners. So I have to ask this question. I, I've watched quite a bit of soccer. Um, a, a lot of World Cup. I like watching the World Cup, and I know that's coming up uh, here in the fall. But when you score a goal, there's always a celebration. So, obviously, you've got your ten goals. Five of them were to win a game. What were those celebrations like? They had to have been epic, if you can remember. Yeah, it was a long time ago. But I would say they were epic. I, I don't know that I'm going to be able to recreate them for you, though. <laughs> can you explain what you did? Was it like, okay, I'm going to run around. Did you slide across the grass? Did you get on your knees? Did you, you know, look up to the to the heavens? I think it was more of a team celebration. You know, a lot of – I think a couple of them were in overtime, which we've since done away with. So, I, I think it was kind of just everyone was excited. To, High fives and yeah. everything around, hugs. That's, that's always acceptable and good. Uh, you're originally from Oceanside, New York. Tell me where Oceanside is. Obviously, it's along the Atlantic, I would assume. Yes. Um, Oceanside is on Long Island, um, as most Long Islanders would say, on Long Island, not in Long Island. Um, South Shore, so about 35 minutes from New York City. So is it close to south of uh, Bethpage State mm -hmm. Park? Yep. So Bethpage is kind of right in the middle of Nassau County. I'm on the South Shore. Okay. I've played Bethpage Black. It's I'm a good a golf course. Yeah. I love going up there. I love Long Island. I love New York. Yeah. So what was it like growing up there? Um, it was awesome. I thought that New York was the center of the universe, and I thought I would never leave. And, um, you know. I've, I've lived a lot of places that I thought I would never live, but I'm super happy. So growing up, when did you start playing soccer? At a very young age? Yeah, I started when I was probably four, I think, um, playing like on an under five team or whatever. Um, I know my first year I pretty much just picked flowers, and then I think <laughs> a, a switch was kind of flipped, and I just fell in love with the game. Like it was, I was a total soccer junkie when I was little. It was all I wanted to do. Um, I never played another organized sport in my life, except like in high school and middle school and high school. I played sports, but like as a club sport, I never played anything except soccer because it's all I wanted to do. As a soccer player, and I know there's been a lot of talk nationally about the equal uh, pay for the U.S. men's national team and the U.S. women's national team. What's your stance on that, and how do you feel that it's kind of coming up to the same? Yeah, I mean, 
I think it's awesome what the what the players um, with the women's national team have done to kind of advocate for them and advocate for the sport. Um, you know, obviously their success speaks for themselves for itself. So I think they're certainly deserving of equal pay. And, um, you know, there's a lot of people who are really, really passionate about the women's national team. And, and I think they're deserving of everything that they've gotten. You know, I, I think it's a good, I think it kind of, um, you know, helps kind of expand the reach of women's soccer beyond the women's national team that, you know, people are getting involved in, in watching and supporting the NWSL, which is the women's league here in the country. And, you know, I'm hoping that that kind of trickles down to a more local level um, as far as, you know, all divisions of women's college soccer. The move to Little Rock, what has been your main priority once you got here? Putting um, a team together? Yeah. I think I've I've had a lot of priorities, but um, you know my main priority when I when I was first announced was really connecting with the players who are here in the program and making sure that um, you know I'm developing a relationship with them and that you know they know that I'm here for them over the summer. Um, you know we can't work with our players like basketball or some other sports can, but I wanted to make sure that I was developing that relationship early. What kind of uh, style of play do you hope to bring to Little Rock and? What style of play can fans hope to see? Yeah, um, the one thing I can guarantee is that my team's going to work hard. Um, so, you know, I'm, I'm more of a possession-based kind of person. You know, I like to build up and play through the lines and connect. Um, you know, we're going to be hard to break down defensively. That's definitely going to be a focus going into preseason is making sure that we're organized as a team, um, that we understand how to press and kind of um, – you know, defend individually and collectively. So um, hoping it's an exciting brand of soccer for people to watch. That's been one of the focuses of the teams in the past here at Little Rock is being a defensive focused team. What does that entail? I think when you're, when you're focused, I don't only want to be focused defensively, but I want to make sure that we're sound defensively. So I think a lot of that is really just buy-in and, and organization and making sure that they're, that the players are disciplined in their roles and, and understand their roles and the roles of their teammates. There's no more overtime in the regular season this year. So how does that change the game? Yeah, um, I think that was kind of a, a hot topic, but um, definitely changes the game, the game in a lot of ways. Uh, I mean, it cuts down 20 extra minutes that you could potentially be playing every day or every, um, every game. So I think for student athletes, it's good as far as just, you know, the wear and tear on their body and the quick turnaround with, you know, the condensed season and how many games we play. But um, I think it's it's going to be different game by game. There's going to be games where you think you, you should win and, you know, you're going to be disappointed. There's games where maybe you hold on and you feel like you get a little bit lucky. But um, I think it's certainly going to change the last 10 minutes of a game. If you're in a house of a recruit, what's your pitch to get them to Little Rock? I think, you know, I've brought in a couple of players this, this fall already, you know, in the short time that I've been here. So I think the biggest thing is that, you know, it's an opportunity for them to come in and make an impact on a program. I'm a new coach, and, and this is kind of a new era for Little Rock Soccer moving into the Ohio Valley Conference. So I think it's an opportunity for them to kind of really put their stamp on the program and, and come in and make an impact right away. The schedule. You like it? Would you like to see some changes to it? Or what, what do you think about the schedule? I feel pretty good about the schedule. Um, it was it was pretty much done. I think I added one game. Um, 
you know, our, our opening game against Memphis is certainly going to be a challenge. Um, they're a very good program. They are very athletic. They're dynamic. So, you know, that's going to be a really good challenge for us to open up with. But I feel like we've got a good spread of games on there, and I'm hoping that, you know, we can get some wins out of that. A couple of games that I see of importance, obviously the opener, the home opener, August 21st, 5 o'clock against Mississippi Valley State. That is a Sunday. Uh, we're going to have the Trojan tailgate, free food, games, giveaways out at the uh, Coleman Complex, and hopefully a Trojan victory that day. We knock on wood when we say that. Don't want to guarantee anything. But um, that, that's a big day for the fans to come out and really see the program for the first time, isn't it? For sure. Um, I'm hoping to get a great crowd out for that game and, and just kind of drum up some support for the program. And then at UCA, the Governor's I-40 show down there. We know that rivalry. And then just because we're moving to the OVC doesn't mean we're not going to play Arkansas State. Anybody in Little Rock wants to play Arkansas State. This year, it's in Jonesboro, September the 4th at Arkansas State. What, what have people told you around here about the Red Wolves? Honestly, I haven't heard much, but I have been out to Jonesboro a couple of times to play. So, um, you know, hoping that we can come out victorious with that one. Well, Kelly, we're ecstatic to have you here. And then obviously some big uh, games at Linwood, September the 18th. That's a, a new team in the Ohio Valley. The first Ohio Valley Conference team to come to Little Rock will be UT Martin. And um, so – that should be an exciting game as well. Kind of trying to build a rivalry in the Ohio Valley can be tough, but with UT Martin being as close to Little Rock, is that maybe the team that Little Rock can fans can expect to see a rivalry with? Yeah. Um, you know, geographically, I, I think so, or maybe Southeast Missouri. I, I'm not really sure. sure. I haven't yeah. plotted it all out to see who actually is closest, but, um, you know, that's the exciting part of, of going into a new conference is that you're dealing with a whole um, whole group of new teams and developing some of those rivalries. And then October the 28th through November the 6th, hopefully the Trojans are playing on November the 6th because that means they are in the finals of the OVC tournament. We don't know where that's going to be yet, but uh, stay tuned to uh, Trojan social media and everything, and we'll be able to tell you about that. But that, that tournament format, anything can happen in a tournament, right? Absolutely. Thanks so much, Kelly. I appreciate it. Welcome to Little Rock, and uh, we're looking for big things out of you and, and Little Rock soccer here. Thank you. I appreciate it. Thanks for listening to Big Talk on Little Rock with Trey Shep. This was a presentation of Little Rock Trojan Sports Properties in conjunction with Little Rock Athletics. Little Rock Athletics.